Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Thursday, November 3rd, 5.43 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. December corn futures down four at 6.83 and a half. January soybeans down 11 and a half at 14.42 and a half. December Chicago wheat down 13 at 8.33 last trade. December Kansas City wheat down 10 at 9.30 and a quarter. December spring wheat down 7 and a quarter at 9.42. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. As always, ratings and reviews, very much welcome. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button. Drop me a comment. All of those things will help YouTube to help me to grow this channel. Appreciate it as always, guys. If you'd like some additional information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of. Charts, graphics, weather information, all of my grain marketing recommendations. My subscriber-only videos are included as part of this deal. There's a new one every single business day. Talked about fuel needs yesterday. Should you hedge fuel needs? Should you lock up fuel needs? Uh, That sort of thing. If you guys are interested in this sort of content, sign up this morning. 50 bucks a month, cancel at any time, no other fee, no other obligation, nobody will try to sell you anything else, just a lot of information uh, direct from me every single business day, guys. Chinese Customs updated its list of approved Brazilian corn exporters yesterday. This move has the potential to increase Brazilian corn exports to China and could result in a possible reduction of U.S. corn exports to China. Now, in recent years, China had generally relied upon the United States and Ukraine for their corn needs. Ukraine's now a big question mark with this war in the Black Sea. Uh, U.S. prices are high. China wants some more options. A Brazilian Ag Ministry official said this, It is a good alternative for Brazil having more markets to send products to. Uh, Prior to this, complex inspection requirements had kind of kept Brazil off of Chinese China's uh, approved list until this week. Uh, this was a well-telegraphed move. We knew, we knew this was coming, so this should not be a surprise today. Uh, the move, it this does not add or subtract corn from the global balance sheets. What you may see is kind of a shift in the demand structure. You may see China buy some more corn from Brazil, but you may see other importers buy some more corn from the United States. So it may shift things around a little bit. I don't necessarily know that this is like a bearish factor in regard to the market. I think that it just may result in a shift in uh, trade flows, if anything. So not a surprise, but uh, definitely something that is newsworthy here this morning. Russia could quit the grain deal again. That's what Putin said. But he said that if they did quit again, uh, they would not interfere with grain shipments out of Ukraine. So yesterday, Putin reserved Russia's right to again withdraw from the Black Sea grain deal, but said that he wouldn't interfere with shipments if he made such a move. So, of course, you guys know the story by now. Russia exited the grain deal this past Saturday and then resumed participation yesterday. Reuters reporting that seven ships carrying Ukrainian agricultural products left ports today. So this has been like the big market mover this week. Saw this big rally in the corn market, in the wheat market on uh, Sunday night into Monday. And then yesterday, Russia says, oh, we're back in the deal. Uh, We're going to resume participation. Markets fell apart lower again here this morning. So this has been your your big story here this week, the back and forth uh, in regard to the grain deal and Russia's participation. 
Russian attacks were reported uh, across a large area of Ukraine overnight, shelling damaged infrastructure in several regions, including electricity supplies to Europe's power plants. A Ukrainian official said this, the enemy is trying to keep the keep the temporarily captured territories, concentrating its efforts on restraining actions of defense forces in certain areas. Uh, yesterday, several news outlets reported that senior Russian military leaders had re had recently discussed how and when they might use nuclear weapons on the battlefield in Ukraine. Uh, Putin reportedly not involved in those talks. The White House said it has grown increasingly concerned about the potential use of nuclear weapons over the last few months. So, I mean, I know this is like old news that uh, Russia is talking about nuclear weapons and capabilities, but it's terrifying. And I know a lot of people have talked about like black swan events, and this is a black swan event. A nuclear exchange is a black swan event. Um, that term is overused these days. But if you see an actual nuclear exchange uh, in the Black Sea uh, as a result of this war, that's your black swan event. U.S. ethanol production improved again last week. Weekly output 1.04 million barrels per day. That was up uh, less than 1% on the week. It was still down 6.1% versus the same week last year. That's still the best weekly print since July. So it's normal seasonally to see better ethanol production uh, when harvest deliveries arrive at ethanol plants. That's what we're seeing here. Ethanol stocks are still very high. Second highest level on record seasonally behind only 2018. Gasoline demand is still soft. On average, over the last four weeks, implied gasoline demand uh, in the United States is running 8.2% below the same period last year. National average gas price, 376 yesterday, according to AAA, was 340 uh, the same date a year ago. Nothing on the radar here this morning in terms of rain, uh, just some scattered stuff over the western part of the country, but nothing over the Corn Belt, nothing over the Plains. Now, the forecast is is pretty similar to what it was yesterday. hasn't changed much this week. General idea is that these rains will start to accumulate over parts of, um, say, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Iowa, uh, into Missouri, down into Arkansas, some of these uh, river valley areas. And uh, some of these areas see up to two inches of rain. You're going to see some some rain in some of these eastern portions of the plains, although the forecast has pushed some of this stuff further east. So it's not going to be as, as good as maybe what we thought a couple days ago. General idea here is, though, along these river valley areas, you're going to see some rain, and that could help the river situation. River levels at Memphis have risen more than two feet from the record low that was posted in late October, but are still very low historically. So the river issue, still a problem, maybe a little bit of relief here. I don't know if this is enough to fix the problem. Um, following the rains this weekend and into early next week, uh, you're going to see a pause for several days, and then maybe next weekend again, you've got some better chances. The Fed raised rates by 75 basis points yesterday as expected. So the effective Fed fund rate is now 3.875% up from uh, three and an eighth previously. This is the highest Fed fund rate since 2008. If you want to look at some real world examples, uh, the average 30 year mortgage in the United States is approaching 7% or just shy of it. And that's the highest since 2002. So that's your real world uh, impact or one of them. Uh, Fed Chair Powell generally dismissed the idea that the Fed would pause anytime soon. He emphasized that the committee is committed to restoring price stability and taming inflation. So this was seen as a hawkish deal. The stock market fell off sharply. S&P lost 2.5% yesterday. The Dow was off 500 points. Uh, Powell did say that he expects a discussion in coming meetings regarding a slower pace of tightening, but the Fed is still, I mean, it, they're pedal to the metal here uh, when it comes to raising rates and attempting to tame inflation. So I guess that's not necessarily a shock by any means. 
We've got an export sales report this morning at 7.30 a.m. Central. Corn sales for the current marketing year should be 250 to 600. Soybean sales expected 700 to 1.6. Wheat sales expected 200 to 600. Live cattle were mixed to lower yesterday. Feeder cattle sharply higher on that sell-off in the corn market. Uh, there was some cash cattle reported at 149 in Texas, 154 in the Western Corn Belt, kind of light trade. See if we can get a more established trade going uh, here today and tomorrow. U.S. dollar is sharply higher here this morning. We've got the S&P down 22 points. The Dow's off 150. Bonds are off sharply, which means rates are higher. Gold's down 27 bucks. Crude oil down $1.45 at 88.55 in the December WTI. Have a great day, guys. I'll talk to you Friday.